Happy third week of Advent. This is New Creation Common Prayer. Today we're called to worship with Psalm 41. Those who pay close attention to the poor are truly happy. The Lord rescues them during troubling times. The Lord protects them and keeps them alive. They are widely regarded throughout the land as happy people. You won't hand them over to the will of their enemies. The Lord will strengthen them when they are lying in bed sick. You will completely transform the place where they lie ill. But me, I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Heal me because I have sinned against you. Many, my enemies speak maliciously about me. When will he die and his name disappear? Whenever they come to visit, they say nothing of value. Their hearts collect evil gossip. Once they leave, they tell it to everybody. All of those who hate me talk about me, whispering to each other, plotting evil against me. Some horrible thing has been poured into him. The next time he lies down, he won't get up. Even my good friend, the one I trusted, who shared my food, has kicked me with his heel, a betrayer. But you, Lord, please have mercy on me and lift me up so I can pay them back. Then I'll know you are pleased with me because my enemy won't be shouting in triumph over me. You support me in my integrity. You put me in your presence forever. Bless the Lord, the God of Israel, from forever to forever. Amen and amen. Today's Old Testament reading comes from the book of Judges, chapter 2, verses 11 through 23. Then the Israelites did things that the Lord saw as evil. They served the Baals, and they went away from the Lord, their ancestors' God, who had brought them out of the land of Egypt. They went after other gods from among the surrounding peoples. They worshipped them, and they angered the Lord. They went away from the Lord and served Baal and the Astartes. So the Lord became angry with Israel, and he handed them over to raiders who plundered them. He let them be defeated by their enemies around them, so that they were no longer able to stand up to them. Whenever the Israelites marched out, the Lord's power worked against them, just as the Lord had warned them, and they were very distressed. Then the Lord raised up leaders to rescue them from the power of these raiders, but they wouldn't even obey their own leaders because they were unfaithful, following other gods and worshiping them. They quickly deviated from the way of their ancestors who had obeyed the Lord's commands and didn't follow their example. The Lord was moved by Israel's groaning under those who oppressed and crushed them, so the Lord would raise up leaders for them, and the Lord would be with the leader, and he would rescue Israel from the power of their enemies as long as that leader lived. But then, when the leader died, they would once again act in ways that weren't as good as their ancestors, going after other gods to serve them and to worship them. They wouldn't drop their bad practices or hard-headed ways. So the Lord became angry with Israel and said, Because this nation has violated my covenant that I required of their ancestors and hasn't obeyed me, I, in turn, will no longer drive out before them any of the nations that Joshua left when he died. As a test for Israel to see whether they would carefully walk in the Lord's ways just as their ancestors had done, the Lord left these nations instead of driving them out immediately or handing them over to Joshua. Today's New Testament reading comes from the book of 2 Peter, chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. 
But false prophets also arose among the people. In the same way, false teachers will come among you. They will introduce destructive opinions and deny the master who bought them, bringing quick destruction on themselves. Many will follow them in their unrestrained immorality, and because of these false teachers, the way of truth will be slandered. In their greed, they will take advantage of you with lies. The judgment pronounced against them long ago hasn't fallen idle, nor is their destruction sleeping. God didn't spare the angels when they sinned, but cast them into the lowest level of the underworld and committed them to chains of darkness, keeping them there until the judgment. And he didn't spare the ancient world when he brought a flood on the world of ungodly people, even though he protected Noah, a preacher of righteousness, along with seven others. God condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah to total destruction, reducing them to ashes as a warning to ungodly people. And he rescued righteous Lot, who was made miserable by the unrestrained immorality of unruly people. While that righteous man lived among them, he felt deep distress every day on account of the immoral actions he saw and heard. These things show that the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from their trials and how to keep the unrighteous for punishment on the judgment day. This is especially true for those who follow after the corrupt cravings of the sinful nature and defy the Lord's authority. These reckless, brash people aren't afraid to insult the glorious ones, yet angels, who are stronger and more powerful, don't use insults when pronouncing the Lord's judgment on them. Today's Gospel reading comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 22, verses 39 through 53. Jesus left and made his way to the Mount of Olives, as was his custom, and the disciples followed him. When he arrived, he said to them, Pray that you won't give in to temptation. He withdrew from them about a stone's throw, knelt down and prayed. He said, Father, if it's your will, take this cup of suffering away from me. However, not my will, but your will must be done. Then a heavenly angel appeared to him and strengthened him. He was in anguish and prayed even more earnestly. His sweat became like drops of blood falling on the ground. When he got up from praying, he went to the disciples. He found them asleep, overcome by grief. He said to them, why are you sleeping? Get up and pray so that you won't give in to temptation. While Jesus was still speaking, a crowd appeared and the one called Judas one of the twelve was leading them. He approached Jesus to kiss him. Jesus said to him, Judas, would you betray the human one with a, a kiss? When those around him recognized what was about to happen, they said, Lord, should we fight with our swords? One of them struck the high priest's servant, cutting off his right ear. Jesus responded, stop. No more of this. He touched the slave's ear and healed him. Then Jesus said to the chief priests, the officers of the temple guard, and the elders who had come to get him, have you come with swords and clubs to arrest me, as though I were a thief? Day after day I was with you in the temple, but you didn't arrest me. But this is your time, when darkness rules. Aren't the herald angels sing Glory to the newborn King Peace on earth and mercy mild 
God and sinners reconciled. Joyful all ye nations rise, join the triumph of the skies. With angelic hosts proclaim, Christ is born in Bethlehem. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. Hail the heaven-born Prince of Peace, hail the Son of Righteousness. Light and light to all He brings, risen with healing in His wings. Mighty lays His glory by, born that men no more may die. Born to raise the sons of earth, born to give them second birth. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King. King of heaven, come down. King of heaven, come now. Let your glory reign, shining like the day. King of heaven, come. King of heaven, rise up, who can stand against us? You are strong to save in your mighty name, King of heaven, come. Christ by highest heaven adored, Christ the everlasting Lord, Late in time, behold Him come, offspring of a virgin's womb. Mighty lays His glory by, born that men no more may die. Born to raise the sons of earth, born to give them second birth. Hark the herald angels sing, glory to the newborn King, King of heaven come, King of heaven come, King Come down, King of heaven, come now. Let your glory reign, shining like the day. King of heaven, come. King of heaven, rise up. Who can stand against us? You are strong to save in your mighty name. King of heaven, come. 
The Apostles' Creed is a statement of Christian faith that has been handed down in Western Christianity for well over 1,500 years. While shorter than the Nicene Creed, it beautifully summarizes the core tenets of Christianity about the triune God and the people of God called the Church. It faithfully hands down through the ages the beliefs given to the Church by the first Apostles of Jesus Christ, generation to generation. Now, let's recite that faith handed down so beautifully together. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. And now let us enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you, wherever you're joining with us, to lift up your prayers, either out loud or silently, wherever you are today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church worldwide. Help us to be unified in our mission today and to be great co-partners with your spirit wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering today, whether sick, injured, or oppressed. Be with them, supply their needs, and bring justice today, we pray. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers. Lord, we thank you for your many blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these closing words from Psalm 44. No, I won't trust in my bow. 
My sword won't save me because it's you who saved us from our foes. You who put those who hate us to shame. So we glory in God at all times and give thanks to your name forever. Go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's song was Hark the Herald Angels Sing, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm reading was read by Caleb Daniels. Today's Old Testament reading was by Caleb Daniels. Today's epistle reading was by Caleb Daniels. And today's gospel reading was by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created awesomely by Keller Gage. Today's devotion was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.